Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million families building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. That's greenlight.com slash odyssey. Coming up. They, in terms of the defense attorneys, say that this new investigation has revealed new details and a new narrative here. For Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond. You're listening to The Daily Crime. In Buffalo, New York, court arguments are raising new questions about whether a convicted murderer who was killed following a statewide manhunt six years ago might be involved in another murder case from the 90s. When Richard Madden and David Sweat escaped from Clinton Correctional six years ago, the entire state was on edge. Now in state Supreme Court, questions are being raised of whether Matt may be responsible for the murder of Deborah Mendel in 1993 in the city of Tonawanda. Jeff Preval joins us from WGRZ in Buffalo. Jeff, this case is tied to a huge story from 2015 when two men escaped from the Clinton Correctional Facility in upstate New York. Let's start there. Take us through what happened back in 2015. Who were these men and what happened after they escaped? Yeah, it was absolutely a crazy story back in 2015 in which Richard Madden, David Sweat, two convicted killers in the Clinton Correctional Facility in upstate New York. They were able to escape with the help of a jail employee who had romantic relations with Richard Matt, one of those men who escaped. And they were able to get out. There was a statewide manhunt. There were a number of questions about, obviously, how it happened. Certainly the the governor at the time, Governor Angie Cuomo, had a lot of questions on how this happened. There was a numerous investigations that took place and they were able to learn that both Matt and Sweat with the help of a jail employee were able to escape and there was a, a statewide manhunt. There were questions about whether they had escaped to Western New York because Richard Matt had ties to Western New York. Richard Matt is in prison because he killed and dismembered a local businessman back in the late 90s. Matt's 23-year-old son still lives right here in Western New York, right in Southern Erie County. But even he has no clue where his father may have gone. They asked to look the house. They say he broke out of prison and slipped around, made sure he wasn't here and left, and they were on their way. And there was uh, some panic out there in the community on where these two were. Now, Richard Matt ended up being killed near the Canadian border in a shootout with police. Local police investigators who led the case against Richard Matt feared for their own safety when they heard that he had escaped from prison. They are now relieved that he is no longer a threat to them. After 17 years, I want to say, tell you that true justice has finally been served, and it's been served with a bullet. And Richard Matt earned that bullet. And David Sweat was caught and remains behind bars to this day. And now 
six years later, we're hearing some perhaps surprising arguments in court about Richard Matt, the man who was killed by police. What is it that we've heard? So what we have heard from some defense attorneys representing two men who were convicted of killing a local woman, that there is now this sworn affidavit from someone we're not sure exactly who, according to the defense attorneys, they won't say. Perhaps maybe this is something that we learn in court. But there is a sworn affidavit that Richard Matt supposedly told this person that he is the one responsible for the death of Deborah Mendel in the early 1990s, which would, of course, make the connection that the two men who were convicted for that murder were not the killers, are not the killers, and that Richard Matt did this. Many will never forget the statewide manhunt six years ago for two men who escaped the Clinton Correctional Facility in upstate. Now arguments are being made in court that one of the men who escaped, Richard Matt, may be responsible for a murder that two other men were convicted of. Let's talk a little bit more about what happened in the early 90s. Who was Deborah Mendel and how was she killed? So she was a a woman who had just been coming home from work. And and this is a story, actually, that I had to do a lot of digging myself. I wasn't around when this happened and just, you know, checking in with sources and asking questions. This was a, a big story around here in the early 90s when this happened. And the trial was front page news. And she was a woman who lived in the city of Tonawanda. She had been coming home from work. She had noticed that her home was being burglarized. And those two men, James Pugh and Brian Lorenz, they were burglarizing her home, allegedly, and then killed her and ended up um, causing her death, strangling her allegedly uh, stabbing her as well. And that was a a significant criminal investigation at that time. And they were tried for it. There was some reporting in the Buffalo News, the local newspaper, that Mr. Lorenz was bragging about what had happened to at least one witness who testified at the trial. And now there's a a significant development in, in this whole ordeal, and we'll see where it goes. The state's inmate system says Lorenz was sentenced to 37 years to life. Pugh has been out of jail and was in court today. That's him with the black hoodie. Pugh declined to do an on-camera interview, but when I asked him if he had any comment, he responded that he's always been innocent. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. 
Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. Both men have maintained their innocence over the years. Have there been appeals cases or has there been further investigation that's turned up new evidence? I'm not sure about anything in the appellate division, but the Erie County District Attorney's Office conducted their own investigation into this entire matter. And according to defense attorneys representing these two men, they have said that prosecutors learned that there were a number of details in their new investigation this reinvestigation, that point away from Mr. Pugh and Mr. Lorenz, they don't necessarily point towards Richard Matt, which makes this so interesting, but they, they, in terms of the defense attorneys, say that this new investigation has revealed new details and a new narrative here. The prosecution is a sham. There's no other word for it. And it's it's also interesting to point out that the Erie County District Attorney and some senior prosecutors within the DA's office and two other prosecutors that they had differing opinions about the conclusion of the investigation, where it was heading, and that ended up in the reassigning of these two prosecutors into other units or into another unit within the DA's office. I believe they both now work in the appellate division unit. So there, there appear to be some internal questions within the DA's office about how, in fact, everything was handled. And that's something that defense attorneys have picked up on. Have we heard from the district attorney's office about this new argument that Richard Matt could be the killer? Certainly. And he has said that there's no credible evidence whatsoever that Richard Matt is the one who's responsible for this murder. And he actually says that uh, until there's any real new information indicating that, you know, these are arguments that have been made over the past several years, that until there's any new credible information to point that way, that this is not a case that he's willing to reopen or retry or any of that. As you mentioned, James Pugh served his sentence and is now out of prison. Brian Lorenz is still behind bars. I understand his attorneys are asking for his immediate release at this point. What's next in this case looking ahead? So there is a hearing that is scheduled. It's in mid-December. The exact date escaping, I think it might be the December 13th or the 15th. But uh, nonetheless, there is a hearing, a follow-up hearing with the judge and defense attorneys and the Erie County District Attorney's Office will uh, reconvene and... You had mentioned about how the defense wanted to have Mr. Lorenz released immediately based off of this new information that the defense believes is relevant. Although the judge wasn't ready to make that determination right then and there. So when both guys come back next month, the judge will 
perhaps have more information to say and perhaps maybe a decision on this. But we'll have to see what happens. Jeff Preval with WGRZ in Buffalo. You'll have to keep us posted. Thanks for sharing this story. All right, thank you. And thank you for listening to this episode of The Daily Crime. For more on this case, you can check out all of Jeff Preval's reporting at WGRZ.com. If you're looking for more podcasts from us, you can head over to vaultstudios.com or search for Vault Studios in your podcast app. That'll do it for this one. Until next time, for Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond. Redmond.